Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere. I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called Recession Marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for Recession Marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. Hey, my friend, welcome back. I want to talk about a few other opportunities maybe you haven't considered that could be helpful to you because I know not everybody's sitting on a half a million dollars in cash, living the dream, you know, enjoying eating popcorn and drinking the Kool-Aid recession marketing like, wow, this is a great tip, Josh. Some of you are like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overworked. I'm underpaid. I'm freaking out. And some of this stuff is really epic, but I need like practical things, which I've tried to give lots of practical things, but here, here's a few more. Okay. Ready? Uh, I talked about in the other video how everyone should have an acquisitions page on their website, which is true. Go do that. Buying other people is a huge opportunity. Now, I'm not going to walk through how to do it in detail in this video, but I am going to tell you this. You need to make a list of all of your competitors in your extended region, all of them, the tiny ones, the huge ones, all of them. And you put them in a Google sheet, put them in a spreadsheet somewhere. And I want them, their first name, their last name. I want their mailing address. I want their phone number. I want their website. I want their Facebook profile, their LinkedIn profile, their Instagram profile. I want their freaking Snapchat profile if you can find it. And I want notes. Do they have a gatekeeper? When you call their office, who answers the phone? You do internet sleuthing. It's called data mining. And you get all of the data on all of your competitors. You need to know who these people are so you can buy them. Think about it. The small business, the average small business owner fantasizes about selling their business like once a week, okay, <laughs> or at least a couple times a year when things are hard. And what you're going to do with this list is you're going to initiate a strategy of being the go-to person to all of these people who will definitely ignore you at first, but over time, you'll become the leader of leaders to these people, okay? Trust me. Some of them will hate you because they're small-minded and they have scarcity mindset. It doesn't matter. But we're going to send letters to these people on like yellow paper and like official certified looking envelope saying, hey, this is Josh from ABC Service Company. We're in the process of expansion. I'd love to buy you lunch and pick your brain. If you're ever interested in selling or exiting your business, I'd love to have a conversation about it. We also have an overflow of work and, and we'd love to learn more about you. And we can pass on those extra leads that we can't get to. Or we're just looking to build positive relationships with our competitors please call my cell at this number, blah, 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 blah. And you send a letter out and then you send another letter out and you send it and you never stop sending the letters out. 
ever. Never. You just do it forever. This should be just a normal little tiny expense forever because when one of these pops, it is a humongous shortcut. You can work for years to build a million dollar business and you can acquire one in a couple months. Now you got a $2 million business and you can do it with no money down, which is a whole other conversation. But this is a big opportunity, especially when people get scared. They might have a struggling small business doing a couple hundred thousand. Their wife's stressed out. She's pushing them to go back to work. He goes and gets a job. He wants to kind of, he thinks he can sell his business, but no one's going to buy. You're the only guy. He doesn't know who to talk to. Bam. You can buy it. Okay, another thing you can do when times are tough is to get smart and buy discounted inventory. Start buying stuff in bulk. Start trying to think of what there could be shortages of and get ahead of the curb. You know, every year Christmas is on December 25th. Did you know that? It's pretty interesting. But millions of Americans have a panic attack on December 20th because they didn't buy anything for Christmas and they're freaking out and then they all go try to buy the last two Furbies at Walmart or whatever is popular <laughs> and there is none because they didn't do any planning ahead. You know, one way to be successful is to model what successful people do. Another way to be successful is to look what all of the unsuccessful people do and just automatically do the opposite, right? <laughs> so buy more bulk inventory. Super simple. There's nothing really else to, to, to say with that. It could be anything from equipment to supplies to chemicals to fittings and parts. It could even be buying discounted inventory when it comes to media. So I'll talk about media in a second. Then we have asset fire sales. So you can buy other people's phone numbers. You can buy their URL. In fact, if they won't sell it to you, you can still have someone check when that phone number becomes available every single day. And as soon as it is, you grab it and now you own their phone number. A lot of these little businesses aren't worth anything. The only thing that's worth something is their phone number because it gets a certain amount of traffic. You might want their Google listing, maybe their domain, right? And you can get these things for super, super cheap, especially if you've been doing the first part of what I said, which is staying in touch month after month after month. I mean, what if it, what if it costs you a hundred bucks a month to send a letter every month? And some people said, stop mailing me this letter. I hate you. And you're like, cool. And now you have 83 people out on your list and it costs you $83 a month. Who cares? Pay it because this is insane. Okay. Then you can do bulk media buys or bulk media or, or trades. You can trade media with people. Now we talked about swaps in one of the first recession marketing videos, but did you know the story of Carnival Cruise Lines and how it started? So fascinating. You see, they only had enough money to buy the boat and it wasn't a new boat. It was like a junkie boat that they're fixing up and they didn't have enough money to paint the whole boat. Okay. This is a, a rust bucket of a boat and they painted half of it and they had it docked at this port where the half you could see from shore was painted. The other half was not painted and they had to sell out rooms on this cruise ship, which was kind of not that great because it was don't despise small beginnings, even Carnival Cruise Line, right? Crazy story. So what he did is he made a media trade with a radio station. And I don't remember all the details, but the basic gist is this. He got tons of free radio uh, ads for free because he gave the radio station a bunch of free, you know, three day, four night cruise vacations or four day, three night cruise vacations to give away were for all the different promotions are doing. Right. And it was just created all this buzz. They filled up their boat, sold them tons of booze and burgers and whatever else. And that's what launched the company. Think about that though. There's other ways to, to get media other than Facebook and other than these huge giant trillion dollar companies. There's local television is still a thing. In fact, guess what? People that watch it, they're like 60 and over. Guess what? Those people have money. Hello. 
McFly, wake up. They're the rich people, okay? Not always, not always, but they're there. So there could be an opportunity. You could actually do services for the radio station or, or for the TV station in exchange for some test media, right? These aren't out-of-the-box, crazy, weird things. These people are so approachable, especially local news, especially now with the internet. Like, legacy media is dying, but it doesn't mean people don't watch it. And if you could go trade services and get on there, you could use it for all kinds of stuff. If you get one little news clip spotlight, you put it on your website, establishes authority. It's a nonverbal signal. Your competitors are jealous. Everything, you'll get customers from it too, but like, you can use that for 10 years because you cleaned a building once for free one time. Hello, wake up. So awesome. Next thing is an affiliate program, like an actual formal one, like where you have literature on it and you break down the commissions and how much you pay for this and how much you pay for this and when you pay and what the terms are if the person refunded and everything. Make it real and sign people up into it. You can do this with employees of other companies. You can do this with your competitors themselves or not necessarily your competitors, non-competing service providers is what I meant to say. So if you're a carpet cleaner, pay commission to the pressure cleaner who gets you a carpet cleaning job. Pay them. You're going to pay Facebook to get the customer, pay Billy over here to get you the customer. It's the same thing. You can enroll your employees into it. You can enroll your neighbors into it. You can go on Facebook and say, hey, we pay 25% sales commission for any referrals. Click here to learn more. And there's a whole website explaining it. Boom, 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 boom. Our average job is this much. Here's how much commission we pay. Here's how it works. Boom, boom, boom. It's amazing. If you just get three referrals, you get this much. Here, use this image and share it on your Facebook. Here's your special link. Here's this. You make it easy for people. If you want to get an example of this, you can go to kidwarplan.com forward slash partner. Kidwarplan.com forward slash partner. I haven't actually really rolled out or pushed the Kid Warplan affiliate program yet, but I built it day one. I had it ready day one. Be, and it shows we can pay this much commission and here's how much you make with this and here's which this. And then when they create their affiliate account, which you're welcome to create one if you want to, it logs them into an area where I have all the sample copy of what to post and what images to use. I, I do the selling for them. They just post a link in places that I can't get to and they get paid to do it. Do that for your service company, right? Um, we could have a whole two hour teaching just on that. Last two tips have to do with money and it's start establishing your business credit profile now. Okay. You know, when you first start out, you got to personally guarantee everything in your business. And even when your business is doing millions, there's still lots of personal guaranteeing going on. But when you have a really big company, there's no personal guarantee going on. Do you think when Grant Cardone borrows $100 million, they do a credit report on Grant Cardone? Or, or if they did, that that means anything? The rules change the bigger you get. But I want you to set the stage now and be smart. You need to get a Dunn's number, Dunn and Bradstreet, okay? Get a Dunn's number. There's more than one reporting agency for business credit, but that's one of the big ones. And you can spend time on YouTube. I'm not gonna be a Mr. Business Credit Expert guy for you, but there's there's a few of them. I think we have three different listings set up with these three credit reporting agencies. Then you get a number. It's like a social security number of your business. It's not your EIN number. It's its own Dunn's number. And anyway, so you do all this stuff and you and, and there's videos to watch it, but I want you to do it because when you can get credit cards with a $50,000 limit that's not attached to your personal credit, that's huge because if you have a cash flow pinch and you run it up, it doesn't affect your personal credit score at all. It also gives you access to capital, payment terms, and all kinds of weird stuff, buying supplies from places like Uline and all these things. So look into that. It's just an encouragement to you to look into that because most people aren't even aware of it. Start doing it. How do you get A-plus credit for your business? And It'll take a year or two, and you'll be really happy you did. And then the last thing is, is go get access to any capital you can get access to. So you ever heard the quote, dig your well before you're thirsty? Okay, dig the well before you're thirsty. 
things are weird. The economy is weird. It's going to be okay. Okay. It's going to be okay. But there's going to be a bloodbath for certain people that don't think like we think that aren't preparing like we're preparing, especially inside the Warplane Insiders. It's going to be okay. But there's prudence in having access to capital. I didn't say go spend a bunch of capital. I didn't say go experiment with money that you borrowed. But the analogy I use for people is, is like renting a shoebox full of cash. So let's say that you can go to your local credit union and you can get a line of credit for 50K, 100K, just a small amount. Um, that's a big deal. That needs to be open and exist. If you have the ability to do that and you have not done that, that's so silly that you did not do that. Let's say in another scenario, you have the ability to actually borrow a hundred grand. Now I'm not saying you have to do this, but I just want to teach you a principle. Okay. I'm not saying get debt for no reason. What I'm saying is this, people are like, I don't know. Should I get capital? Should I not? It's really hard to, for me to say, no, you should not. And here's why. If you have a hundred thousand dollars and you borrowed it at 4% interest, okay, which it would be higher than that now with interest rates, but it, that means it costs you $4,000 a year to possess the hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Think of, think of it like this. That's about $380 a month. I think $350 a month is 4,200. I believe. So, so it's like $340 a month is a fee that you're paying to rent a shoebox with a hundred thousand dollars in it. Now, should you do this? It depends on you, but it's something to consider because what, during economic downturns, the ways to make the most money are when you have access to cash, you can move really quickly and you can take advantage of op other opportunities. Other people can't. So if you have the ability to do that, do both of those things with a business credit and getting cash in the bank, don't spend it, just have it. The worst case scenario, you don't use it, you pay it back and it costs you, you know, $340 a month to have it. But man, what leverage if you need it. So those are my thoughts and opinions on that. Can't wait to see it in the next video. Take care. God bless. Bye.